Welcome back to Lost Eyes Channel. My name is Anton Bjeltsen. I'm an attorney in the Southern District of California here in San Diego. Today we're going to discuss a case that will help us understand the difference between a Terry-style detention and when that detention becomes a de facto arrest and what are the consequences of labeling one versus another. And before we discuss the Fourth Amendment, I want to thank you for watching me on YouTube. And if you like this content in the audio podcast form, please join me on Spotify and Audible. And after all, click like, subscribe. And if you're on Audible or Spotify, follow the podcast and please give it a five-star review. So let's go ahead and let's discuss this case. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from Law Stash Law Firm at Western Region San Diego. To accept this call, press 5. To refuse this call, hang up now. Thank you for using Kinetics. You may start the conversation now. Today we're discussing a Ninth Circuit case, United States versus Sergio Guerrero, who was pulled over 23 miles outside of Tucson, Arizona for having heavily tinted windows. The officer asked Mr. Guerrero if it was okay to look into the vehicle and Mr. Guerrero provided consent to the search. The officer found 20,000 rounds of handgun and rifle ammunition. At that point, the officer handcuffed Mr. Guerrero and waited approximately 40 minutes for the ATF agents to arrive to do further investigation. Mr. Guerrero argues that this is an illegal stop and this is an illegal arrest. Now, remember, the Fourth Amendment protects you against unreasonable searches and seizures, meaning that generally speaking, officers need to have a warrant in order to search or seize you. In fact, searches and seizures conducted outside of the judicial process, meaning without prior approval by a judge or a magistrate, are per se unreasonable under the Fourth Amendment, subject to only a few specifically established and well-delineated exceptions. One of those exceptions is Terry Stop, which allows an officer briefly to detain an individual when the officer has reasonable, articulable suspicion that an individual is engaged in a crime. An officer conducting a Terry Stop may also conduct a limited protective frisk of the individual if the officer has reason to believe he or she has a weapon. What we just discussed was a brief Terry detention, which only requires reasonable suspicion. But of course, detentions can be escalated to what's called a de facto arrest, even if the police officer doesn't explicitly use the word arrest. Why does that matter? With detention, we need reasonable suspicion. But if we have an arrest, officers need to have probable cause before they arrest you. How do we know if somebody's arrested? Well, we can look at a number of factors. And here, the Ninth Circuit says that this was, in fact, a de facto arrest. Why? First, let's look at the duration of the detention. Here, Mr. Guerrero was detained for about an hour, which is a much longer time than we typically see with brief Terry detentions. And then, of course, the second factor is the use of handcuffs. The use of handcuffs doesn't necessarily mean 
that the individual is arrested. But we don't typically see handcuff use in a brief Terry detention. And to make things worse in this situation, Mr. Guerrero was handcuffed for over 40 minutes. So the duration of being handcuffed also matters. The Ninth Circuit says that this was in fact a de facto arrest. Now that we have established that, the next question is whether there is probable cause to arrest Mr. Guerrero. Because if there's probable cause, this is not an illegal arrest. But if it's not, it is illegal. Here's what the Ninth Circuit says. The two judges on the panel say that although the possession of ammunition was not illegal in Arizona, the extremely large volume of ammunition here rises risks to society that needed to be assessed more carefully and could not be done by a Lone Star Trooper. The federal authorities, with their special expertise and databases, were properly invited to assess the situation before Guerrero was sent on his way with ammunition. It was reasonable for Trooper Amick to believe this, and reasonableness is indeed the touchstone of the Fourth Amendment, so far as the searches and detentions are concerned. So the two judges say that this was a legal detention and arrest because it was supported by probable cause. Now, one of the judges on a three-panel dissents. He says that there's nothing illegal about having 20,000 rounds of ammunition in your vehicle, and it doesn't rise any suspicion at all. And in fact, Mr. Guerrero was not even concealing this ammunition, and he consented to the search. This once again proves that the law is not black and white, and it's okay for you to disagree. Now, the next question I ask you to write in the comments whether you think this was an illegal arrest or whether there was probable cause. Leave your answer in the comments, and I hope you click like, subscribe, hit that bell notification button so next time I post, you'll be first to know. And if you're watching this on Audible or Spotify, please give me a five-star review. Thanks for watching.